hello and welcome to episode 35 of the nerd out i'm lisa i'm ritz pete we're girls and we nerd out let the cock out you can reach us at the nerd out on twitter we have a facebook page where we post random and sundry nerdy items mm -hmm. you can also email us info at the and we do have a website www.thenerdout.com that's where we post show notes photos love letters stalker yeah. missives etc all right, so uh, what's up? What's going down there, uh, Di? Um, nothing. What's going on with you? <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about Comic Con. Yeah, we yeah definitely. This is like the Comic Con pre Comic Con episode. Mm hmm. Pre Con. The, the yeah the the premature. Um... <laughs> premature conjaculation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's next fucking week, kids. Yeah, can't wait. Today's Thursday, the eleventh. So, yes. ne by next Wednesday is preview night, mm -hmm. which I'm attending for the very first time. Yes, she's popping her cherry for a preview night, and I wasn't there last year because, not because I was pregnant, because I was gonna go down for one day, but because of the kidney stones. Remember, yes. stone in. So, um, I didn't go last year for the first time. I don't know how many years. So we'll be there together, kids. Preview night. Yes, if you hear this and you're there, use one of the aforementioned communication methods let and us let know. us know and let's hang out and let's have a drink. Let's hang out. You'll see us. Uh, you know, she's she's a ginger. Um, mm -hmm. I am not. And uh, <laughs> we'll have stickers. We're getting some stickers made. So excited for stickers. Yeah, we don't, we don't even know what they look like yet. So... Um, we're gonna have stickers and then we might have a little thing where we could take pictures, a little special thing. Oh yeah. So, uh, yeah, come up to us. Come up to us. There will be pictures. They will be posted on our blog. There will be interviews. Yes. Even with you, gentle listener. Yeah. You don't gotta be, you know, you don't gotta, gotta be famous. No. We don't care. Shh, come on. We're for the people. Um, but super quick, uh, there's so much fucking shit happening at comic-con mm -hmm. it's just too many too much too much to uh mention but a couple of things but I you're want. gonna try but i'm gonna try a few a few things okay, real a few quick. highlights a few highlights we'll have links to this is um hello kitty okay is gonna be at comic-con for the first time Whoa. yeah huge huge um you know i grew up with hello kitty uh sure i had the all the different character uh wallets Picture oh. wallets. Sorry, somebody wants to oh. play words with friends oh, with me. Sorry, we're gonna Excuse turn that me. off. <laughs> um, you had the did oh, you yeah. have a little wallet? Oh no, I I don't know if I had the wallet, but I know I was like really into like pencils and pens and erasers were really the erasers big. smelled so good that I was chewing them because they smelled like gum or something, and but it wasn't gum; it was eraser. It's a creepy. I used to steal them from Broadway. Do you remember Broadway, the store? In San Diego, in San Diego was the only place that kind of had Hello was it Kitty in a stuff. Mall? Yeah, it was like the Broadway. I think it turned into Macy's. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally, yeah, totally, the department store. And then um, I had the little uh, wallets, picture wallets, and that I put my little oh, wallet-sized picture of Michael Jackson where he's wearing the like the yellow sweater. Oh, yeah, sure. Please believe it. And all the little, yeah. So anyways, <laughs> Hello Kitty, you know, was the shit um, growing up. And I'm still a fan of Hello Kitty, of course, now. Um, but uh, making debut at Comic Con, and they will have a link to this article that I read that they're going to have a, a nail, a Hello Kitty nail, nail salon. Yes, one day on Friday, and uh, you know, Aisa. That's going to have a crazy, crazy Aisa. Shout out to Aisa from K Rock. Um, you know, she's a huge uh, Hello mm -hmm. Kitty fan, so I posted, and she was like, "What?" She was also a big Twilight fan, so. And um, she, the K Rock is always there at Comic Con, so she's like, "Oh, guess I'm." She's like, "Twilight's gone. Guess I'm gonna have to again uh, fight with these little bitches, like these little girls." Because she loves Hello Kitty, she loves to get her nails done, so she's gonna have to. It was um, perfect. You know, punch some of the little girls out of line. I know line that like, line is probably a little too hectic for me, but that's gonna be a money tree for Hello Kitty. Oh, there. please believe it. I, I'm surprised I've never done it. I know, me too. I didn't even know. Like I never really crossed my mind that they weren't there. Exactly. Um, another, uh, exclusive thing, let me see, we always talk, you know how we love Walking Dead here at, uh, the Nerd Out, 
Um, Van and Watches, who we've talked about before. Yes. Their Walking Dead oh, look at that. watch is going to debut at Comic-Con. That's pretty badass. We are looking at a picture of it right now. Yeah, and it's um, featuring art from uh, Walking Dead illustrator Charlie Adler. Lard? Adlard? I'm fucking up your name. Um, and they're going to have it at booth 2729. Shout out to Dave from Van and Watches. And they're retailing for 75 bucks. It's pretty badass. It looks like it looks like the swatch that you want to have as a grown-up. Yeah. And I like it's a monotone color. We'll have a link to it. Please say this glows in the dark. Yes, glow in the dark hands and markings. That's amazing. That's exactly what you want. Um, and it's limited to 500 copies. So you uh, want to definitely be there and get that shit. Yeah, get that shit. Um, some fam supporters of the Nerd Out. Um, people that are part of my crew and just people that I love couple of people to mention hyperactive monkey aka now now jerome <laughs> i met now now jerome at stanley's kamikaze ah yeah, yes yes you went oh i told you to go up to the booth yeah, yeah. he has a, a booth at comic-con uh, number 5644 he's awesome he came over to meet the supernatural bear and he brought um, some little ninja monkey puppets and this awesome book called the abcs of hyper of monkey kung fu and it's one of his fa it's one of Supernatural Bear's favorite uh, bedtime stories. Nice books that we read. It's awesome. Um, my uh, good friends, the Dragatomi, have a booth like every year at Comic Con, booth number fifty three fifty, and they're gonna have a bunch of exclusive blah 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 blah. And but one uh, special exclusive is the Sapling by my homie and brother. I call him Purdy. I'm gonna say his name just because I'm promoting his ass right now is Jeru, and he's going to have um, a signing there on Thursday from 5 to 6. He also had he also did the sculpt for uh, Fame po concert poster illustrator um, Jermaine Rogers. Uh, he did the Shadow Dero. Um, you've seen it? If you see it, you know what I'm talking about, this one figure. And uh, he did the sculpt, and it's going to be releasing there at uh, booth 4532. Also, Sket Uno, uh, my co-host over at uh, your show, he has a, a new company called Bad Juju, and the main figure, Dripple, is going to be, uh, an exclusive colorway is going to be uh, premiering at Comic-Con with Toy Tokyo at booth 5337. Wow. I didn't realize until last year, the and this is just mostly because I'm dumb, the like phenomenal amount of only at Comic Con limited edition super collectible shit. Our friend Mr. D was like going ape shit trying to get like one of everything for all of the super limited edition stuff. It's pretty cool. People go pretty bananas. Yeah, and it's you know because not everyone can make it. People come from all around the world to Comic Con and stuff, but a lot of people can't make it, so they get mules. They're like, here, I'm gonna send you. It's some people get fucked. So be careful. Only use people that you know or trust. Someone that is trusted in the game. Because yeah. some people take your money and they don't get you the shit at all. And then poof, gone. Yeah. Um, I don't ever volunteer or if someone asks me, I say no. Because I'm not going to be the one trying to get in those fucked up yeah, lines. Yeah, something I don't even want. No. You who want it, you come that? get it. Fuck that shit. Um, so um, there's so many things. If you're into toys and, and art... There's so many things happening that we can't even mention, that can't even fit in the show. But for the latest and greatest leading up to and crazy coverage during, go to SpankyStilts.com. Shout out to Spankola. Since day one, he's always supported the Nerd Out. He's always supported me. And it's crazy. Tomorrow for the Flashback Friday, I found the uh, 2009 interview that he did of me at Comic-Con. When we no first way. met. Yeah. That's so cute. When the, when, uh, the big buddy of the toy that I did, that I was part of the series, uh, uh, it previewed at Comic-Con. Okay. So it was a total geeky moment for me. So I was watching the video and I was like, oh, I'm such a fucking nerd. Like it's you're such a You're still such a nerd. <laughs> um, the one thing that I am really excited about, one of the things that I'm really excited about is Hannibal, my new oh, very favorite TV show. Because you want to the fuck Hannibal the, the, panel, the villain guy. Or the Hannibal panel, as are I you, like to call it. Are you going to be able to control yourself? No. Because he's on your fuck list. Yes, he is. And he's going to be there. He's going to be there. I mean, it won't be the first time that I've <laughs> been in the same room as somebody on the fuck list. 
That's crazy. I know. It's pretty exciting, though. That's, what'd you say, Friday? Friday. Yeah. So, I'm probably going to do that panel unless it's at the very end of the day. Well, you're gonna so you're gonna wait in line all day long to get into that oh, panel. Oh, that well, that's the thing. I, I that's the only way you're gonna get into that panel. Like, I would wait in line for maybe a couple hours, bring a book. I don't know if that's gonna be enough time. Yeah, because it's it's doing well, right? Uh, the ratings are not great, but it has a super rabid fan base, and those super rabid fan base are nerds who are gonna be at Comic Con. Yeah, so you're in it for. I don't know. We're gonna we're playing it by ear, but I would sure like to go. The one thing that I've noticed, and this makes this turns me into a terrible nerd, but um, there is one of one of our golden rules: nerds love lines. Yeah. Um, I am just as happy watching it on YouTube a week later. Yeah, I'm the same way. Now that's how I am now too. Like it's fine. Cause I I could see better. <laughs> Exactly. You can see, you can hear, like, you kind of pick up on nuances that you wouldn't be able to get if you were in the room. You don't have to spend half of your day sitting around waiting to see a panel. Yeah. And then you can't see for shit. Exactly. Mama's too old for that. So, if you do, we'll find out. We'll see what goes down. Yeah. But if you guys have anything that you are especially excited to share with, Tell us about etc. Please let us know. Yeah, let us know. So you're gonna be there Wednesday through, and then boning out Friday, Friday evening. Yeah, and I will only be there for preview night. Mm-hmm. So preview night's the time. Preview night's the time to find us. Yeah, and it, especially if you're a ginger. Totally. <laughs> let's make a Comic Con ginger photo list. Oh, like a hit list, like a yeah. treasure hunt. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Um, just random. Excuse me, um, sir, can I take a picture with you? Why? Just cause. Yeah. <laughs> she got pretty hair. <laughs> cause you're a gem of a ginger. Um, only cute gingers though. Let's oh, not yeah. just go with any ginger. Like, let's have I some mean, standards. I mean, that's the first rule, right? Be attractive. Yeah. For anything. I mean, yeah. I don't care, dude. I like the, I like the misfits. I'm with you. Misfit gingers and yeah, everyone else. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> um, so uh, I went, I've been going out a lot more lately. Yeah, it's been great. It's been great. Mama's been getting out. Mama's getting out. Mama's getting her social life. Yeah, it's little, little by little. I'm not going to go crazy, but little by little. I went to, um, thank you to Dayland. Uh, we went out to dinner and then saw Erica Badu. Ooh. At the BET experience that was going down uh, leading up to the BET Awards at LA Live. Now, for those of you who do not know, LA Live is the whole area surrounding the Staples Center downtown LA. There's like different uh, restaurants, restaurants, clubs, clubs and um, shit like that. So they took over the whole fucking shit. Okay. There was like soul food plays, there was like an MMA. Um, Cage like, match. Like, they were like, what are they called? They're doing, um, like, just to show. Shit. Gay love. No. Oh, exhibition. <laughs> exhibition. I can't think of that name. Gay love, too, if you want to call it gay love. And then they were having, like, Beyonce at the Staples Center, and then a show at the Nokia Theater, and a show at the club, and then late shows, and a whole bunch of shit. Um, BT, uh, 106 and Park Live, but shit like that. So, anyways, we went. Erica Badu was one of my. I nerd out about Erica Badu so much. I try to go to every fucking show that she comes here to LA. I think I've seen almost every show of her. She's okay. amazing, and I love her so much. And um, you know, Dalen's like, "Do you want to go have dinner and then go see Erica Badu, our, our girl Erica Badu?" I was like, "Please believe it. Count me in." <laughs> um, Supernatural bear goes down around seven thirty. If I can meet you at eight, I'm cool. She's like, "Yeah." Said yes. Agreed. I haven't seen Dayla in a long time. And then she's like, oh, yeah, it's a late show. And I was like, oh, really? What time? Doors at 10. Oh, she shit. didn't go on to 11. And then she's notoriously known for being late. Super fucking late. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, you know? So, anyways, it was awesome. You it did was it. hella late. Yeah, I, it was good. She was great. But we were second row, too. Ooh. Yeah, it was fucking amazing. So, leading up to BET Awards, right? And I always record all these award shows so I can fast forward through them. And this is le- this is leading up to Pet Peeves. Pet Peeves. BET, they're trying to step up their game. They have a lot of 
better programming little mm-hmm. by little like that real husbands of hollywood and stuff like that um the award show still looks pretty shitty excuse me and my pet peeve is that it's even if it looks a little better it seems super low budget because of all their sponsors well however they do their sponsorship deals but they're included in the show so like if it's like the army the army signage is everywhere (laughs) so but they have like not just one they have a bunch of them and uh they had myspace so and it's really i think it's just so (laughs) tacky it's just my pet peeve and gets it was worse back in the days because it was like lower budget but now they have a bigger budget so it just looks nicer but with all the signage so okay so um if you you were coming to announce one of the categories right and then in the background they show the nominees so you know the screens and stuff however they sure. have it they show the nominees made with the name and some some little graphic and stuff right they'll show the name with the graphic sponsored by myspace oh. <laughs> so tacky <laughs> i hate that shit so just wanted to bring that up yeah i didn't see any of it i had some friends who were at the last minute were like do you want to go see Beyonce? I think there were some extra tickets. I was like, no. I, I if I didn't if have it time, had, if it had more than like five minutes notice and I wasn't wearing like my flip flops <laughs> and like shorts and a tank top and no makeup, yeah. Just because I'm not a big fan of her and her like her music per se. That you know she got some jam. You you know totally. shit that's gonna be part of our vernacular forever. Sure. But she. I have to give her props. She's amazing singer and amazing performer, and her choreography is on point. Yeah, like she, when she's in interviews or you know little documentaries and she's talking, she's annoying as fuck. And you're like, how did you get so big? But her talent is unquestionable. Yeah, it would have been great to go see a few, like a few songs at least. Yeah, so you can just see, see it live. Like I've seen it on TV, but like <clears throat> to see it live probably is like a whole nother experience. You're like, this bitch is bad. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, let's just talk about food. I nerd out about food. food. You nerd out about food. We don't really talk about food that much over here. No, we although ner- we're both big we, food. It's probably a quarter of all conversations that you and I have right? about food. Food. <laughs> Music, food, and gingers. Yeah, and then Cock. maybe every once in a while. Yeah, <laughs> some of that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> So if you're into if you're a foodie, you're into like you know who's who's hot, who's a good chef, and this and that, la la. Then you know the name Roy Choi. You better know the name Roy if Choi. If you're from LA, you know the name Roy Choi because of the Kogi truck, mm-hmm. right? So, anyways, crazy crazy story leads up to uh, Roy Choi treating us at his restaurant A Frame in Culver City. Oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> And I've never met him in person, and we just really discussed on Twitter. Go, And he wasn't going to be there that day because he had an event. Oh, just him and David Chang at Wolfgang Puck's place. Whatever. Doing, okay, whatever, cool. Yeah. He just says event. Like, oh, I got this event. I look up the event. Yeah. Yeah. David Chang, another one that I like. I love and respect. Me too. Um, So we go to A-Frame. Uh, it's like a, I don't know, Tuesday night. And he's, I, I was like, I don't want to, you know, you, you, I don't want to be like, oh, we're going to your place so you can comp us. No. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I know. I just wanted to go to meet you, say hi, blah, blah, blah. So anyways, he's like, don't worry about it. Go talk to this person. We got you. And I was like, oh, they're just, he's like, just tipped your server. I was like, it's on. And I was trying not to let him pay. But anyways, we didn't know the portions were that big there. <laughs> so we looked like fucking it. Animals. It was just me and Miosito, my man, and it was just had all these plates of all kinds of food. But it was amazing. Uh huh. Everything was delicious. But I think my favorite thing at A Frame was, and it was super simple. But I was like, how come I never thought of that? So you know that uh, furikake, that uh, it's like that uh, sprinkle stuff, Japanese. You put it on oh, sure. rice mm-hmm. and a bunch of different mm-hmm. things, and it comes with different flavoring like and stuff. Seaweed, salt, MSG, whatever, yeah, and, and a little shaker container. Yeah, and my favorite, my favorite one Love I that. have here is um, uh, beef beef steak uh, leaves that they include in my favorite umeboshi, Japanese plums. Yeah. So, um, anyways, he has um, furakake uh, 
which sounds like something else. I know what you're thinking out there. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Um, Furikake uh, kettle corn. Oh, I don't think I've had that. So super good. Yeah. So everything there was kind of like, don't say fusion, because it gets mad at fusion. Um, kind of like a mix. Uh, Cross-cultural. You know what I'm saying? Um, of uh, different flavor profiles. Mm -hmm. um, and the really cute like names for the dessert of churros is called churonome. <laughs> it's pretty awesome so anyways uh, crazy shout outs to Roy Choi it was everyone treated us there they were amazing and then um, he's like oh uh, he invited us to Three Worlds Cafe opening this last weekend um, in South Central and what it's him it's uh, him and Dole Package Foods Mm -hmm. And Jefferson High School, I think one of the organization, and what they're trying to do is bring quality, uh, fresh food to inner cities. Mm -hmm. So it was in South Central we went, and it, there was like, you know, TV, news cameras and stuff, but there was a Kogi truck parked in front, and it's a coffee shop and smoothie shop. Okay. And it's, you know, people employed from the community and the, the smoothies are, you know, freshest bringing, like, quality shit that you can't get. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, like, there's just a liquor store at every corner and stuff like that. So, and then he, like, they had DJs and it was just like a neighborhood party. Like, everybody from the neighborhood Did was you there. Go? Yeah, we went and it was amazing. Fun. And then and then, and then you got tickets for free uh, tacos at... The Kogi truck is parked in front, and then you just pay to support. You bought smoothies, and the smoothies were amazing. He's like, here. He kept giving us tickets to get more tacos, and we were like, okay. And we could eat, kept eating them. He's like, oh. He's like, have you had the quesadillas? I'm going to make a quesadilla, but it's kind of like Thai style. We're like, okay. Uh, spicy and delicious all up in my mouth. We left there. It was like from 12 to 3. We left there stuffed as fuck. <laughs> and feeling good because we were helping the community. One of the things I like about Roy Choi is uh, I just, I was listening to an interview. It's kind of an older interview. It might have been on Good Food, which is a radio show in Los Angeles that if you're a food nerd is awesome to listen to. <laughs> I listen to the podcast. Um, he has turned down like a hundred different sponsorships and he's never like, he's never like been the sort of official spokesman or endorser for any particular brand or whatever until he finally knuckle down and it's spam <laughs> and they were like why did you choose spam and he was like man i grew up on spam That's like i love spam <laughs> it's totally accessible it's cheap like it's easy to make you can do a hundred things with it you can and dress I figured, it up dress it down yeah he's like if i was gonna be a spokesman for something i wanted to be something i really believed in and i believe completely in spam Amazing. I, I just want to say, and I, I finally got to meet him at that event, and... Um, Bumdu's married. He's kind of cute. <laughs> he has good flavor. Um, and he's a huge, like, hip-hop fan. And if you watch the new show with Anthony Bourdain on CNN, mm -hmm. the one that you do here for L.A. for Koreatown... He took him out. He took him out, and he was, like, He was also down. on No Reservations, too. Took him out in K-Town. Yeah, it just really... Just, it was such an honor to meet him. Um, he just seems like a, an amazing person, and... He has two interviews you can listen to on that food podcast that we were talking about last week, last episode. Uh -huh. Food is a new rock, and um, just good people. And he loves quality music. He always uh, supports and reps uh, West hip hop in general, West Coast, um, you know, LA and um, the Bay hip hop. And he always just shows love to um, Dilated and everyone here. And I just, I just. Already had a lot of uh, admiration and respect for him. And then when he invited us to the Three Worlds Cafe uh, event, grand opening, and he was telling us what was happening and, you know, we're in the actual place, that community that it was serving and what he was talking about and just seeing the community come together, I was like, dude, I, you were already here and now you're up here. You know what you I mean? You can't see what she's doing, but she's raising <laughs> her hand up. Yeah, it's like, okay, awesome. <laughs> Super far. So, yeah, we'll have a link. Uh, we'll we'll have, have a bunch of links for him because he yeah. deserves it. Yeah, and he's funny, too, and just it's good stuff all around. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, Roy Choi. Respect. Respect. Good food. Um, and then, do we need, are we going to talk about the brown bear <gasps> salmon can? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, so Jenny O, good friend Jenny O, 
um, let's see, I want to show it to T.I. while you guys are listening. <laughs> like, you guys don't have anything <laughs> to do. <laughs> um, she sent me this because, you know, I'm all about the bears and the supernatural bears. And she's like, I'm obsessed. So you go to explore.org. Okay, uh-huh. And there's all these live cams of nature and shit. Animals oh my God. and I like puppies and bears and birds puffins. and puffins. That always reminds me of uh, manta rays of uh, what Hugh Hefner bison. Um, oh shit! And I was, you know, it just came up and it said it's eight forty-five p.m. in Alaska. I was like, girl, we ain't gonna be able to see shit. Uh uh-uh, uh, it's in Alaska. It's daytime. Daytime right now. <laughs> so uh, it's just bears trying to get salmon. And a seagull sit. hanging out right now. But this is the wrong view. So if someone goes and they move it, <laughs> okay. and it's the, the when it's on the right view, it's on the rapids where you see the salmon jumping up trying to make their journey, and then you see a group of bears all around eating them. It's the That's best pretty great. thing ever. That's pretty great. Like, if I don't watch it, I can watch it all day. Okay. So we'll have a link to that shit. Yeah, really, and, really and if I remember correctly, I feel like I've heard about cams to watch bears eat fish it's very seasonal oh i can't I, so it might oh, because the salmon don't all yeah so you might have to be sure to do it soon because the salmon are running but it's awesome that you know like she said it's fucking almost nine o'clock and it's daytime over there and i can see <laughs> it you know not at this present moment but another option is cool oh. is where you could take a picture looks like they're moving the camera oh, oh there's yeah. a bear eating a salmon and it's funny because they'll zoom out and you'll see like five bears, one on top of the rapid, and you're like, mm, his technique is fly. Like, what is this dude going to do? Well, I wish he'd just hurry up and eat it. That salmon's probably not having a very good day. But how, you know, because we love salmon, right? Uh-huh. And I was like, I watch him and I'm like, ooh, I bet you that tastes so delicious. Oh, I bet it's <laughs> so good. <laughs> so thank you, Jenny O, for this. I am obsessed now, too. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, let's talk about movies. Movies. Um, the only thing that I have to report is that tomorrow night I'm seeing Pacific Rim, which yeah, I am. Yeah, you've been tired. Are you going with your date still? Your ten year old date? No. Um, unfortunately, um, custody battles got in the way oh. of me being able to take him. I know. So probably in another week I'll go see it again if it's good. Uh, it. I'm trying really hard not to be super excited about it. Because there's nothing worse than getting your hopes up and going somewhere and seeing something and be like, this is weak. Yeah. So I've seen mixed reviews. (gasps) Critically, I've seen sort of eh reviews from friends. I've seen like, oh my God, that was amazing. Oh. Friends you trust? No. The only (laughs) friends that I know that have seen it so far, it's not out till tomorrow, but they saw like screenings or whatever. They're not people that I know very well. Ah. So I don't know how, uh, I don't know how trustworthy they are. But yeah, so I'm excited to do that, and uh, it's been a hot minute since I've seen a movie. I need to see Superman still. What? Who am what? I? I what is going on? I know. What happened That's to me? Crazy talk. I know. It's been a really busy summer. Because you're making out with gingers or something like that. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> that was one time at a wedding. <laughs> Shout out to Gingers. Um, yeah, you're busy. I'm you busy. Know? Whatever. What about you? I saw um, Pitch Perfect. Was it good? It was. I was forced to watch Pitch Perfect. By whom? By my rib. Mm. Yeah. She, when you my rib is uh, my one of my best friends, and uh, she lives in San Francisco, so we went up there, right? And. I heard that she had made some other friends that went up and stayed at her house to watch Pitch Perfect. And I'm thinking, okay, she's like, you want to watch Crusade. Pitch Yeah, and I was like, I really didn't have any desire to watch it, really. And uh, she made us watch it, and it was cute. Okay, good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funnier and better than you think. So I saw that. Okay. It's cute. And then um, we just saw the other day Identity Theft and? with Melissa McCart. Pretty cute, too. That did not get very good reviews. Yeah. Um, I was pleasantly surprised because I, I saw that it didn't get, you know, no, there was no hype about it. Like, friends were like, oh, you have to see it. Yeah. There was some, she's hilarious. She kills me. Uh-huh. Um, there's some parts where you're, you're rolling. Um, it's a little, 
Yeah, it's a rental. Yeah, I uh, had a friend who was really excited to see The Heat, the movie with her and Sandra Bullock. Yeah, wow. And you know that I, and, and hopefully listeners of this podcast know that I don't really do comedies. And so afterwards I was like, how was it? She said, mm, wait for the DVD. I'm all, that means never. I only see something, I only see a comedy if people are like, this is the funniest thing on earth. You what, will laugh. What is the last comedy that you've seen? Does Arrested Development count? No, no. Oh, a movie? movie? Oh, I couldn't even tell you. Maybe Bridesmaids? Okay. That was hilarious. It was okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah. Let's, let's move it on down to... Yeah, let's the, talk about TV, because I've been TV. watching a lot of that. Um, Mad Men is done. Yes. I don't think that we discussed it. No, we didn't, because... Yeah, we were supposed to record it, but we didn't. Yeah. Um... You talked in the last episode, or maybe two episodes ago, about how she had this one scene of right. Peggy. How my dream last scene of the of entire the series. series would be Peggy sitting at Don's desk, maybe like with the cigarette in the sort of iconic Don Draper position. Yeah, so if you see the season finale, he gets the. They tell him to take a fucking that vacation. That blew my mind. Yeah, I was like, what? And then. She goes, they're like, what are you doing here? And she's like, this is where everything is. And then one of the scenes is she's sitting in his desk. And she kind of swivels around and you're like, yes. (laughs) And I was reading an article, I forgot uh, what article it was, but they're saying that they purposely put her in a pant, in a a suit. Uh Uh-huh. For that suit? Yeah, for that scene. Because she was going to be in John Draper's Uh office and stuff. And I was like, that's rad. But how good was that episode? It was a very good episode. I think it was a better season than the season before. Um, there was, what was his name? The guy that was quote unquote in love with her that she ended up hooking up with and then he freaked out and moved to yeah. California with his family. Fuck that motherfucker in the face. Yeah. Uh, so there's him. Dawn, I feel like, is, I mean, is Megan leaving Dawn? I don't know. I don't know, but I, I you know what we're talking about? How he looked so terrible and how he looked regular man, like a regular dude, like an everyday dude. In this last episode, he was a little back to the prim, you know, like the done up uh, Don uh-huh. Draper. It's like he, sh- like he shed another skin. Yeah. Like he shed his skin by being like, secrets out. Like everything crumbled. Like, let's get this out in the open. And, and like, the next season is the last one, right? I think so. I think so, too. So I felt like they set it up really interestingly. Like, I can't wait to see what happens with Don Draper. Now that, like, is now that his secret's out, is a, is he going to be set free? Yeah. When he started he talking like in that meeting, he was like, nah, actually, yeah, that never happened. What did happen was, and, like, talks about growing up in a whorehouse and he's like, I don't. He's like, I don't know if I'm ever going to, I'm going to tell you this because I don't know if I'm ever going to see you again. Yeah. And I was, like, while he was doing that, I was like, no, no, I don't. no, That's exactly no, what I was saying. No. I was like, shut up. I was going shut to the, to the TV. I was going, shut up, shut up, shut up. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my. Like, I kind of wanted to cry. Like, I was kind of like, oh, my God. Like, you like, are imploding in a spectacular fashion right now. I was like, this is what, this is why the season was like this. Yeah. This is why it was sad. And this is, you're coming back and everything. Like, I saved, I usually watch them, delete them. And I say, I still have it saved. I've seen it like mm. five fucking times. I thought, and I thought that the very last scene of him with Sally felt very redemptive. Yeah. And I was like, you, good. Do you remember, hopefully that's what this next season is going to exactly, be. Exactly. Because, remember when, uh, it was that Alan episode, the episode before, in, when she's, uh, I think they're driving from the boarding school, and Betty's, her mom's like, something, something, your father, and she's like, he's like she's like, my father's never given me anything. Yeah. And then she's, when he's like, oh, this is where I grew up. She looks at him like, what? And then pan over to the little black kid on the steps. And she <laughs> looks at him like, what? I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. It's great. It was great. I can't wait to wait for a year until it comes Fuck, back. A year? Good God. Why do they do that? Jesus. Mad Men. Uh, oh, and then uh, I was like, why does Sylvia, the, the neighbor that he was yeah, like, you boning. know. I was like, why does she look so familiar? Uh, she's homegirl from Freaks and Geeks. No way. And she's what, um, Thelma from, uh, Scooby-Doo? 
Oh wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. And they they made her look a little older. That's random. Yeah. She's very pretty. She's super pretty because she doesn't really look like that. I was like that. I was like because I was like, why does she look so familiar? She looks like somebody. Uh-huh. And then uh, yeah, she doesn't. She's not that. She's not the old one. We were like the same age and shit. Oh my yeah, gosh. We're the same age. Yeah, she looks much older on Mad Men than she is in real life. Yeah, they like did up her hair and then face and stuff yeah. like that. But yeah, that's fucking that's her. Um, True Blood. What uh, what are we thinking? What are again we thinking? with the better this year than last year? I'm you think thinking. So? Yeah. I don't know. I just feel it's so fucking. I think every year it's so ridiculous. I mean, it is so ridiculous. But I like that there's been a lot of Eric. Mm-hmm. And I like that Suki hasn't been a total idiot. Yeah. yeah. That's nice. She's fed up. She's done. Yeah, I I kind of like so, and end of the end of the line, end of a rope. Suki, yeah. I like that version of Suki. Um, I thought that Eric, like you see Eric being a dick a lot, but his whole thing. Spoiler alert, I guess. When he made the vampire in the most recent episode, I was like, that's fucking cold. Like, you've only made two vampires in your entire life, and the second one you basically made to, like, be like, fuck you. Like, that's kind of kind of harsh. But it was pretty hot. It would be worth it for that, like, <laughs> three-minute scene that they showed of them making out. Yes. Yeah. That would be worth it. Wow. <laughs> I was thinking about that actress, because I don't really think she's the prettiest... No, she's kind of interesting. Like, I think they casted it correctly. Like, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And I was like, God, she's like, well, she got that job. Well, she got the word. She got that part. And she read that script. She went home and rubbed one out. She was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Lucky bitch. Lucky fucking bitch. Uh, and then I, I continue to find Tara... Annoying. Oh, she is so annoying. Can we get over the Tara lesbian love whatever? I'm done with that. Yeah, I'm really done. Uh, she's she's, she's kind of lowering Pam's worth for me. I feel like she's dragging Pam down with her a little bit. Yeah, so we can we can kill her off and that's it. Eric can kill her and I'm cool. Yeah, and then there's the like Sam Merlot with that chick, whatever thing. I'm yeah, like, I don't yeah. care about her. That's the thing that True Blood has done poorly over the years, is introduce too many goddamn characters that you don't give a shit about. Yeah. Like, just fail to make them people that you want to return to, continue adding more. I'm all right. Yeah. I'm also, like, I like that Alcide is a little bit of a dick this, this season. Yeah. And uh, uh, we talked about how, like, I'm... He doesn't do it for me anymore because I heard an interview he's super dumb. <laughs> and then someone was telling me that they saw him recently at like the hip hop, co- at the Greek theater or whatever. I was like, yeah, he doesn't do it for me. And then I heard him recently on The Nerdist and he kind of redeemed himself. He's not as dumb as I thought he was, but it's something about his voice. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. How you doing, Ritzy? (laughs) Not like that, but... I was like, "Mm." So just as long as Eric, they keep showing Eric, I'll keep watching. Yeah, we'll keep watching. Um, I have another terrible show that I have started watching, thanks to my friend Abby, a friend of mine from high school. A friend of mine from junior high school. Teen Wolf. Okay. MTV show. So you're star watching Teen Wolf, but you're not watching Downton Abbey. You're not watching The Killing. I need TV shows. Like, half the time when, most of the time when I'm working, I can't watch TV. Oh, but there are some things that I can do while I'm working. Oh, you like need something busy like work, that, and I need something because it's just, like, dumb. Like, putting together, um, putting together a PowerPoint deck with graphics in it. And it's like, it takes a super long time, but I need something stupid to watch. Oh, okay. This totally fills the hole. That's a pass. That's a pass. That's it's, a pass. Uh, I'm on episode six, I think, of the first season. I'm not sure how many seasons there are. Um, my friend Abby writes... Second? Only two? Three? Two, or maybe three. My friend Abby writes um, fanfic. Are you familiar with the fanfic? No. Fanfic is like speculative fiction. Oh yeah, that people fan, yeah, write. Oh, yeah. yeah, I thought fanfic was like a like a title of a of a site. No, I'm sure there is a fanfic.com or net or something. 
Um, no, she writes Teen Wolf fanfic. Oh shit, specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, with a lot of with a lot of the homosexuality in it. Anyway, and so I've always she's a great, amazing writer. And she sent it to me and was like, tell me what you think. And I was like, I don't fucking know any of the thing that's going on here, but you're a great writer and I love reading it. And then by the end of it, I was like, I'm fucking watching this show. <laughs> so <laughs> if you weren't busy, you needed some, if you didn't need something to watch while you were working, you still watch it? Like you're hooked now? I don't know. Not yet. No, oh, okay. Not yet. It's good for what it is, but it's not... I mean, I have The Killing, I have Downton Abbey, I have a hundred different shows on my DVR. Um, I, fuck. Yeah, it's a lot. This is just a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Teen Wolf, I don't know if anybody out there is into it, but if you I'm are, sure let me know that... so I can feel less alone. <laughs> you can tweet me. Um... But yeah, the, that's what I was just thinking the other day. Like, walking back, I was walking home from someplace, and I see at the bus stop that new show with Liv, Liv Shriver, his name. Oh, yeah. I think it's on Showtime. Yeah. And it's like man's like, name. Yeah. Don, Ron, and I something. And like, I was like, fuck, there's so many shows. TV is so fucking good right now. We this have is all, like the platinum age of television. Yeah. And it, it, all that, like we talked about this many, many, many times before on the show. Where there's all these, it's so good that a group of movie actors that said they would never do TV are all doing TV series. And it's not, before it's like, okay, only do a TV series if it's on, you know, HBO or Showtime or yeah. blah, blah, blah. Only do a TV show if it's on, like, the outskirts of cable, you know. Yeah. Now it's like, good sh- NBC. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then there's too many good shows and there's too many good shows spread out on so many channels. Not even fucking... There's new shows on fucking Netflix that we talk about. You know? There's, yeah. It's too much. I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed, but it's actually... I mean, A, first world problem. First world problem. For B, sure. B, it is a good problem to have. Yeah. It's it's, it's like, okay, if I, I'm never going to run out of shit to watch. Mm-hmm. No, so we're never going to run shit. out of shit to watch. Like, I was thinking about, like, okay, what are things that I can watch in the background while I'm working... And I was like, there are like seven, seven seasons of Buffy the Vampire Slayer that I could fucking rewatch with a smile on my face. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. And then that's, that's just old stuff. Like, there's so much new stuff. Yeah. I was like, I'm never going to run out of anything to watch on no, TV ever it's again. it's great. It's really, really great. Um, speaking of fucking great, The Killing Kids, The Killing is killing it. Uh-huh. It is so fucking good. It's... It, I was just thinking that it was. This is way better than the season one and season two, right? No, it's on season three. It, this is season three, which is okay. a whole new storyline. Like season one and season two wrapped up. Who Same killed Rosie. ginger actress. Yes, from okay. uh, World War Z. Yeah, who, who, I just found out on the interview yesterday that, um, or the other day, that was her first movie role ever. Huh? Did we talk about World War Z on the show? Because I saw it. I don't know if we talked about it on the show. Yeah, it, I know. See, that's why we can't see each other outside of meeting to yeah, podcast. Yeah, because we don't know. We don't know what we talked about. <laughs> Did you like it? Uh, yes, I enjoyed it very much. Were you afraid? Were you stressed out? Were I was pits? a little bit stressed out at times. Yeah, pits. Pit sweat, flop sweat. How did she do in it? I thought she did great. She's she's amazing. She's amazing at killing. Like she's amazing at killing, and she was on. So I was like thinking how this is like the best season. Like it kills it. And she was on Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy's like, oh my God, this is better than season one and two. This is the best season. This is so. And she talks about the whole Netflix thing. She's like, I don't really know what happened, but Netflix came back. Like they told her it was over. Mm-hmm. And then she's back. And um, and they're said that what they said was true. You don't have to watch season one and two, which is kind of basically like one whole storyline. Oh. Like you don't even have to watch that. You can just watch season three from Jump and be all into it. And it's so good. And. Um, and I can't, and she's amazing. And she, she was saying how she couldn't crack. She's like, I couldn't crack the code of, she's like, I did theater. I did television. She's like, I didn't know how to get into movies. Like I would never be able to. And then boom, first movie, Brad Pitt. Yeah, whatever. World War Z cool. Brad Pitt. Yeah, it's cool. Um, yeah, but it's so amazing. Cause she, I was like, God, she's pretty brave too. Cause they have her where she doesn't have any makeup. She's kind of playing James and Seattle, super dark and shit. And then you see her and she puts makeup, you're like, oh, she's gorgeous. And she's like, 
nothing on the show. Mm-hmm. It's great. Um, speaking of zombies, I had a zombie dream this morning. Okay. I have a lot of zombie dreams. <laughs> I had a zombie dream that I was in this gigantic expanse of like country, desert, something. It was the zombie apocalypse, naturally. <laughs> of course. And it was a chain link maze. Like, you could probably have been in this maze forever. And there were, I had, we had guns, but we didn't want to use them because guns attracted zombie attention. So we, and it was like a group of people and we're navigating our way through this maze with like a horde, an, an increasingly large horde of zombies behind us. That's so stressful. And I had some really strange weapons that I came up with in my dream. I don't understand. Dreams, I don't know. Where did this come up with? <laughs> I found a gigantic, gigantic fork. <laughs> Almost like the like the size of something you would use like a barbecue fork. Yeah, yeah. Only like more substantial, like a fork. And that was an awesome thing to like kill zombies with at close range. Yeah, it was pretty stressful. Um, so hey, I have dreams like about World War Z. That's great. Um, and then I know that I talk about it every time, but I finally watched the season finale of Hannibal. I like left it, I stretched it out as long as I could. I was like, I don't want it to be done. Yeah. Uh, and I watched it, and it was, like, mind-blowing on, like, a few different levels. There were, like, twists and turns, and one thing that they handle so well is, like, sort of insinuation and suggestion, and you're like, does this person know what's going on over here? <laughs> Are they totally, like, playing it cool, but they know? Are they the mastermind of this whole situation? <laughs> and so you're always second-guessing and trying to figure out who knows what. And the very last scene of the um, of the finale was so amazing. Like I'm getting chills right now Whoa. just thinking about it. It's just like a one minute scene. Oh, it's so good. So the first season is supposed to be the quote unquote bromance between uh, Doctor Lecter and who is a psychopath, obviously, and the um, criminal profiler who is an empath. Like, he oh. is talented at what he does because he understands how other people feel. Oh. So you have these two together, and, you know, it's basically their partners, sort of, and, like, that's not obviously going to end very well. Yeah. And uh, so the first season is sort of the bromance, and then the second season is um, the falling apart, the breakup. Oh. So I can't wait to see what season two brings. I'm so excited that they renewed it. Kind of like The Killing, like, I think it's one of those shows that the numbers are terrible, but it has great critical acclaim, it's very big in overseas markets, and it has this, like, super, super passionate, um, like, critically positive group of people who tweet about it and do whatever, and so they were like, why would we get rid of it? It's the only, it's like the only critically well-acclaimed show that NBC had this past season. So they're like, fuck it, I guess, even if it's a money loser. But I will buy the DVD box set because I love it that much. Wow. Well, I'll wait to see what happens and see if you still love it after season two. See if it gets renewed and then even, put it on my even list. Even if you just did season one, season one could have ended. And it, you'd be fine. And you wouldn't be fine, but you'd be like, all right, that's okay. <laughs> I'm okay with that. And by the way, it's the guy, the show creator is uh, Brian Fuller, who does Pushing Daisies, Dead Like Me, he's mm. done a lot of cult stuff. Mm. He's never had a TV show that went for more than two seasons. Oh, so. That's a knocking on wood. Knocking on the woods. And then the best TV news that I have heard in almost my entire life is that Ron Moore, all hail Ron Moore, is doing Outlander for television. I don't know who Ron Moore is. I don't think I know who Ron Moore is. Ron Moore was the showrunner behind Battlestar Galactica. Oh. <laughs> yes! And he's taking a book that I love, Outlander. Are you familiar with Outlander? No, no. It is a... Bear with me here, folks. It is a novel about time traveling in Scotland in the 1700s. What? A woman from World War II era... Um, walks through a circle of stones at the wrong time and shows up, boom, in the middle of the British and the Scottish fighting. Wow. And has to, like, figure out living in that world. And she's married in the present, quote-unquote, present time and falls in love with someone from back then. Oh, that sounds awesome. So where, when is this? Where? Uh, he, it's been, they've been kicking around developing Outlander. They're crazy not to. It's, I wouldn't call it a romance novel. It certainly has romantic elements 
in it, but it's um, definitely like sort of a more woman appealing, but very mainstream book. And it like has done gangbusters, just like six books in the series. Oh. Um, we read it in my book club, and when we met up, took turns like rolling around, giggling maniacally, like <laughs> reading stuff with the Scottish accent, <laughs> like sexy talk and Scottish accents. Um, but it has a huge fan base. It doesn't need, I mean, obviously you'd want it to look good, but it's not like taking place in outer space. Yeah. And um, the casting for the lead guy in it, Jamie Fraser, is going to be a whole thing. He's a gem of a gin. Oh, hello. Um, so Ron Moore is amazing, and we've I've heard off and on for a few years that that's kind of what he was flirting with doing after Battlestar, but they couldn't get their ducks in a row, and then nobody was interested in it, and then somebody was, and then the money wasn't good, and it all went away. So now I hear that Ron Moore is going to be developing it. Fuck, I've forgotten who. TNT, maybe? Um, but yeah, that is the best fucking news of all time. Nice. So you'll keep us updated. Oh, I sure will. <laughs> oh, yes, I will. <laughs> awesome. Um, so yeah, kids, I think that wraps it up. Yep. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. And so let's make sure you come up to us at Comic-Con. Yeah, and we would love to meet people. Um, I'm going to be there for a couple days, so if you're listening to this and you want me to stop by your booth, or I can bring a picture of Ritzy with me, it will be like we're both there. We will take our picture together. Um, but I'd love to see what you guys are doing, and I think we'd both like to meet you at Preview Night if you're there. Yeah, definitely. All right. All right, unless you haven't like properly used deodorant, because that happens at Comic-Con. Lot. Here's a word a word of advice. Please shower and wear deodorant. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Peace out, nerds.